Welcome to the More Than a Mama podcast. Let's make some waves today. Hi, y'all. My name is Taylor. I'm a mama, wife, ocean enthusiast, and third grade teacher turned five-figure business owner. On this show, you can expect a strong mixture of sass, vulnerable conversations, and content that will empower you to find your strength and authority within yourself. Together, we will make an impact and rise above the ceiling society places on us. So take a seat and join me. You and your voice are welcome here. All right, y'all, we are back with more than a mama podcast. What's up? I hope you're having a great day so far. Today, I'm spilling the deets on my PCB mindset method. This method is life changing, especially if you are a mom or even a woman who has like a lot of crap going on. Um, I get asked all the time how I balance mom life. And when I was a teacher, how I did teaching and grew my business and all that fun stuff. And like, you're going to find out in a little bit. I don't believe in the word balance. I don't balance things. <laughs> I use my PCB mindset method. So here we go. Let's dive into this. This is going to be so much fun. So PCB mindset method stands for prioritize, communicate, boundaries, and mindset. So I'm going to dive into each word what they mean, and give you some awesome tips to take away with you and carry into your day. So P, prioritize. Again, life is not a 50-50 balance. I feel like if we try to make it a 50-50 balance, we get stressed. So I like to think of it as like waking up each day and prioritizing what has to be done to move forward. And I think that this applies to everything. Mom life, work life, nine to five life, business life, being a wife, Um, you know, nothing is ever, at least in my world, balanced perfectly. So it's really waking up, knowing your week, knowing your schedule and prioritizing what's important business wise, y'all, the success of your business relies on you doing what is actually needed each week and then doing it consistently. A lot of people think they show up on Instagram for a week and they're like, why don't I have a client? I'm like, girl, I showed up consistently for a whole month. You know, even before that, I was showing up consistently in things and flopping in them. Nobody wakes up overnight and makes a 10K month. You have to prioritize what's actually important and be consistent regardless what's going on. So here are three awesome tips. So tip number one, have a day each week where you plan ahead. So sit down on one day and know your content, your pictures, stories mapped out, Everything that is a non-negotiable for the week is done. So my day is Sunday. I still do this, actually. Um, I sit down. I plan out all of my stuff for the week, all the stories that you see that are mini trainings, the post, um, the like, yeah, I mean, IG lives, like anything you see on my Instagram that is business related, I plan it out. It is a non-negotiable for me because showing up consistently affects my business. So have a day each week, y'all, where you plan ahead. Even in my life, I do this. So when Chloe was going to daycare, I would set out all her clothes for the week. We would have her bag ready. Um, Literally today, Tyler and I went to Sam's Club. We went to Walmart. We get groceries for the next two weeks. So we don't even have to think about it. 
Anything that I can prepare ahead of time helps me going into the week so I have more time for my business, more time being a mom, more time with Tyler, all the above. Um, schedule and time that you will work on your business. Just because you have a second job does not mean that you can't treat your business like a job. So you have to schedule in time. So when I was teaching full-time, I would get off at 345. I would sit in my car from 345 to 415 and do 30 minutes of engagement every single day, Monday through Friday. It was scheduled in. It no, like no wiggle room. That was when I was working. I would go be with Chloe. I'd come back home and I would work on my business after Chloe went to bed. You have to set non-negotiables, y'all. I know it's not always enjoyable to have really long days, especially if you have a little one, but those pockets of time that you can find are huge and you need to emphasize on them. Um, I used to wake up early and get stuff done before school started. I mean, if you're wanting your business to be full-time, if you're wanting to be a stay-at-home mom full-time, you need to treat it like it's a full-time job before it is and really prioritize it. Um, and that goes into tip number three, your business is a job, period, non-negotiable. The best part about owning your own business is you are in charge of the success of your business. Do y'all realize that? Like you have control if it's successful or not based on how consistently you show up. So make sure to plan to show up in what actually matters and don't waste time on the unnecessary stuff. Next one, communicate. Woo, this is the one I struggle with <laughs> still. Um, it is something I have to consciously think about. You have to be able to tell people what you actually need. So I think the best thing I've ever read when it comes to communicating is that there is no medal for doing everything by yourself. I'm a person that really prides on getting things done, but that's what really led to me being burnt out and not enjoying even being a mom, <laughs> having my business, even teaching. I mean, if you're trying to do everything by yourself, it, like there's no medal for that. Like, congratulations, you don't get anything for doing that. Not communicating leads to you being drained and frustrated. So here's my top three tips. Number one, communicate your business schedule with people who are affected by it. My husband knows my business schedule, okay? And you have to be honest about it. It's not like, oh, hey, could I have a call at this time? It's, hey, I have a call with my client at this time. Can you please help with Chloe? Okay, Communicate it clearly. If you have to get it done, you need to communicate it just like you would your nine to five job, right? I would be like, hey, Tyler, I have to go to this after school thing that's mandatory. Is that okay? Right? It's the same thing with your business. Tip number two, get used to asking for help now. Y'all, again, I'm not very good at asking for help. I will be the first person to admit that. So I had to really start simple, like very easy, like, hey, can I go take a 10 minute break? Hey, can I go run and get groceries and have some time? Hey, can I answer my message real quick? Um, I really need help with this. I started small and that really helps me ask for help with like having a team now, having people who rely on me to communicate to them, having people who I'm like investing into outsource to. <laughs> um, they have to sometimes remind me like, hey, what do you need help with this week? Because it's not something I'm used to doing. I'm getting better. Um but if you start off small, it'll build up over time. And remember, y'all, tip number three, you're allowed to ask for help, okay? Again, my highest sales months have come from me asking for help for what I need. Me asking for help allowed me to do what I love more as a mom, as a teacher, um, as a wife. I mean, 
asking for help is so essential. You have to communicate what you need and you have to do it clearly. B, boundaries. I freaking love talking about boundaries. Okay. The most important thing you can start setting in your place for your business, and I'm going to even go there with your life, is boundaries. Y'all, as a network marketer, I had zero boundaries. I was on my phone all dang day answering messages, doing all the things to the point where my husband and I got in an argument because I was on my phone all the time. And that's not the whole point of having this business, right? It's like more time with your family. Now with my own business, I mean, I don't get notifications. Instagram doesn't pop up on my phone. Voxer doesn't. I have to intentionally go in and check these things. Um, I have very firm boundaries with my business that serve me and my clients well. And I feel like a lot of business owners are scared to set those boundaries, especially with clients. But y'all, when you set good boundaries, you're modeling to your clients the boundaries they're allowed to set too. Like it serves both of y'all. So don't be scared to do it. It is very essential in your business. Even as a mom, y'all, when I was a new mom, I, I let everybody's opinions shape what I did. And now I'm very particular about what opinions I allow and what I'm like, nope, we're not doing that. I'm setting boundaries on that. Make sure you're protecting yourself and your energy and your time with boundaries. So here are three tips. One, set clear work hours. Your work hours should not be from the minute you wake up to the minute you go to bed. Okay, you have to have time for yourself in there. You have to have time for your family. Set clear work hours, turn off the apps, do not disturb on your phone when work hours are done. Say no and simplify. If it doesn't move you forward, don't do it, right? You might have opportunities that pop up where you're like, wow, that would be really fun. But if it's not going to move your business forward, if it's not moving your life forward, let's not do it. You can say no, right? You didn't start your own business for people to boss you around. You can say no. You can say, hey, I don't have time for that. No, I don't want to do that. And that is okay. Um, Don't say yes to anything you wouldn't say yes to in the future. So example, let's say you have work hours and you're like, I'm not going to work past this time. or I'm not going to work like bedtime. I don't like taking calls during bedtime. I want to be with my daughter. If a client says, hey, I want to have that kind, that time, say no, like here are my office hours. Let me know what time's falling here for you. Set boundaries on when you work. Remember, y'all, if you say yes to it one time, it's going to be really hard to say no to it in the future. Um, Fourth boundary, don't downplay your business. My husband knows when I'm working, I am working. This is not a fun hobby. Like it is fun, but it's not a hobby. Like this is a full-time job for me. It's a job that I'm investing time in, energy in, money in. This is not, again, a side hustle. Okay? I've never treated it like a side hustle. Um... From day one, this was a full-time business. I had a six-figure business, regardless what anybody thought, like even before I ever thought that, and I set boundaries like I had a six-figure business. I don't allow people to talk about my business like it's anything less than it is because it's incredible. Um, Just be really careful about what you're surrounding yourself with and how people speak about you and your business because it will eventually change your mindset towards your business, and that can be very dangerous. Leads me to the fifth one. You should be energetically unavailable for any thoughts that make your business seem less than it is. Again, y'all, before I had clients, um, before anything was going on (laughs) like it is right now, I invested in my business like it was going to exceed my nine to five. 
I put money down before I ever saw me. I worked like it was a non-negotiable job. So if there's any way that you can make this business, however it will be, you need to go ahead and start doing that. Also, I just want to speak very quickly on boundaries in your life. You are in charge of setting very clear boundaries on how people talk to you in life and your business. Okay, so here's an example. Tyler was very supportive from the very beginning. Uh, I'll have him on an episode later. We're like planning out what we want to talk about. But he was very supportive, but he was also, I mean, just doubtful because this is not really normal. Like nobody we know does this. Um, So he wasn't saying things, obviously, like trying to hurt me. He was just like, I don't, you know, just making comments that were really getting to me. Um, You know, I just told him very firmly, like, hey, I love you. And I know you're not like trying to make me feel this way, but like, people talking about my business, like it's not going to be successful or you're not sure about how successful it'll be. It's really affecting how I think and feel about it. And I can't get in a place where this business is less than what I think it's going to be. So, you know, I just had to tell him, Hey, we're not doing that, please. And he was completely understanding. It was a great conversation, but y'all it's your job to set those boundaries. Like don't let that step into your life. Do not allow people to speak about your business in a way that makes it seem less than what it is. All right, fourth thing is your mindset. Why is your mindset so important to your business? Okay, your mindset is gonna be the very foundation of every single choice that you make. If you think about it, like your mindset is that bottom layer because all the decisions you make in business will start with a thought and then probably be followed by a belief, right? I would love to have $5,000 in cash this month. Oh, is that, is that doable, right? If you don't have a good core belief in that belief in yourself, it's going to be challenging. Um, and I know I talked about this in the last episode. I really spoke on my, I mean, my mindset journey. I feel like I could do a whole episode just with my mindset. Um, working on my mindset, y'all, was pivotal for my business. That was one of the key things that I invested in that was hands down the best thing I could have done for myself because how I believed in myself and what I believed about myself really affected my actions and therefore affected my business. So make sure that you are addressing these thoughts. You are going through your belief system. And here are three mindset mantras that I just really love that I think are amazing for entrepreneurs. One, Nobody can do what I do the way that I do it. Imposter syndrome is so real. Um, It happens to all coaches, I believe, at some point. All business owners, I would say. You kind of hit a point where like, whoa, who am I to do this? But just know, like, even if it's, I mean, I put this in quotation, saturated, nobody can do what you do the way that you do it. We were all created so unique. Um, in our very own way. And regardless of how many people there are that do what you do, you are unique and you are special and you bring something different to the table. Number two, success comes when I'm my most authentic self. Y'all, when you are in your zone of genius, when you are focusing on your business more than somebody else's, that is when success is going to happen. And number three, everything is working for me. Everything is working for me, okay? Even the launches that go not the way that you want to, even the clients that you're struggling with, 
Um, even those sticky situations that we all have in business that nobody likes to talk about, it's still going your way. These things are happening for a reason. And you're just going to have to kind of let go of some control and just trust that this is, I mean, it's all working for me. Everything is turning out just the way it's supposed to. I will not miss what is meant to be mine. It is going to be amazing. I hope you loved my PCV mindset method and I will see you on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the More Than a Mama podcast. Before you go fold that laundry that's been sitting there since last weekend, I have one more thing for you. My mission is to create content that serves and impacts you. So if you love what you heard today, please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts, screenshot your review, and tag me on Instagram at more than a mama underscore so I can connect and create content for you, my listeners. Thanks so much for listening and I will see you on the next episode. Don't forget to make waves today. Bye.